the Cincinnati Bengals select Billy Price, center, Ohio State. All right, so back-to-back centers go off the board here. And Price could play all three interior offensive line positions. So that's how it went last night. You're here with the Zim Hude podcast. Excited to do this. It's been a little while. I know people keep on saying, "Man, come on, give it to me. Give me the, give me what I need, Zim. Give me the, give me the podcast. Light it, load it up. You know what I'm saying? So here we go. We're fully loaded up. We got the Billy Price first round edition. If you haven't heard last night, Billy Price was drafted first um, pick um, or first round for the Bengals, the 21st pick in the NFL draft 2018. Um, he went off the board a little bit earlier than what I expected. So a lot of people are taking my reaction to it as negativity. It's just I'm a businessman at the end of the day, and I know business. If the top three centers are on the board, you got James Daniel, you got Ragnall, and Billy Price on the board. Then Ragnall goes off first right before then with the Lions. That means I got two guys left. Now, at the time, if you watch my live um, stream on Instagram, I was thinking like, yeah, you got to get a center. You can't take the chance. Took the center. Cool. I was a little, you know, disturbed because there's some guys that we're going to talk about that are available. I'm going to even get uh, John Cheering on here in a second. And he's going to talk about some of the guys that are still available. Um, The problem that I have is now that James Daniels is still on the board. And James Daniels, to me, is a better center. Now, the problem is the value in that. If James Daniels is still sitting there, one could say that James Daniels perhaps wasn't as good as what everyone thought they were because why would all these teams pass on it? Okay. The other logic, uh, which I kind of yield to, is more teams are looking for more skill position players than a center. So before the draft even started, I showed you in the history of the draft, there's never been three centers taken before the 46th pick. That still is yielding correct as of right now. The other thing is, even if Billy Price was their number one center on the board, say worst case scenario, Billy Price gets picked um, somewhere else, right? Before, you know, say the Bengals trade back, say any scenario that you could, Bengals pick something else like a Rashawn Evans or a DJ Moore, like just the number one guy on on the board, you know, Josh Jackson or somebody like that. Say they pick one of those guys. Say Billy Price gets picked up by the Vikings or the Patriots or the two teams that everyone is saying they had their eye on Billy Price. Okay, cool. So he's gone. James Daniels is still here today, right? He's still around right now. Which means that if I'm coming into day two today, I can move up to go get James Daniels and I still will have the elite player that I wanted first round. So that's where the, the disconnect is, I think. All right, so like I told you guys, I got my man John Sheeran. He's here from Cincy Jungle. You can also follow him at, isn't it John underscore Sheeran? On t- two uh, underscores. Two underscores. John underscore underscore Sheeran on Twitter and also Cincy Jungle. Also, John, tell them where else can they uh, find you at right now. Okay, so forget the Instagram. Follow him on Twitter. He's the hottest guy on Twitter to follow as far as this Bengals coverage and, and good uh, breakdowns on film. I was just telling the guys on here and all the guys and ladies um, checking out the show that it's not that I didn't like Billy Price at you know as the pick. It's just the, the, the location of where they picked him at at the 21st pick. I just 
for the life of me. I just think for the next five years or so, we're always going to be looking at the names that went right around it. We're always going to be looking at Ragnar right in front of it. Or we're going to always be looking at Rashawn Evans right after him. Or we're always going to be looking at um, James Daniels. You know, he's going to get picked tonight at some point. But we're always going to be looking at the success of that. And then I think it's going to stamp what I think right now that it was a reach. How do you feel about the Billy Price pick? And how do you feel about him being at 21? That's exactly, that. that's more or less how, how exactly I feel about it. Um, you know, ever since the conversation about Price started in the offseason, I was always adamant that, you know, more or less he was very similar to the guys who have come before him at Ohio State, Corey Lindsley, Pat Elfline. Both those guys were drafted in the fifth and third round, respectively. And I didn't think that Price was that much better of a prospect than the guy like Elfline, for example, where he should be taking, you know, 50 spots ahead. I thought, you know, his value was always around that day two, and especially since he got injured, didn't test at the combine, and his and his availability is up in there for training camp. That even put him more risk factor into all this. So, I like Billy Price. I I, I don't dislike him as a player. I think he's a definite upgrade over Russell Bodine, and he's a plug and play starter on the Bengals offensive line. I didn't like the pick at twenty one. I would have rather than seen rather than go James Daniels, but you know, there's questions with his medical that obviously I didn't know about. Um, and even so, you know, it, it would have been nice to see them maybe jump the lines with the with, with the trail out to get Ragno if he was truly their guy. But you know, it, it it just feels like a lot of it just feels like a very similar pick to some of the picks they made in the past where they just take a solid guy but not a guy who can develop into a high quality player. And that's kind of the guys that I want to draft with those premium positions in the, with those premium draft picks in the first round. And I don't think that price is that, but I do like him. I think he's a solid player. Just didn't think the value was correct, and I agree with you on that point. Do you you, you want to know the pick who it reminds me of the most? Well, try, try to guess what guy I think this reminds me of the exact same situation, every every bit of it. Uh, in the last in the last five to ten years, say. I was listening to Joe Gilbert on on his uh, Lock on Bengals podcast, and he compared the situation to Dark, Dark Queen. Queen. No, it's yeah, the yeah, same yeah. thing. It's the same <laughs> thing. It's yeah, the same thing. It's so the same, bro. It's the same thing. As soon as he picked, even on my live stream last night, I said, man, this reminds me of when Tyler Boyd, well, not quite Tyler Boyd, but I said Tyler Boyd, I mentioned him, and then I also mentioned Darquez Denard because it was the same circumstances. It was a couple guys that were there, and I felt that even if they didn't go corner, you could have kind of waited and say Denard was gone. You still like It's the same exact thing. And, right, I, and, and Denard's not a bad player. He's I I love the I love Denard. It's just the it's just it's the spot. It's the spot that right. he. What did what did he get? Wasn't he twenty three, twenty six, or something like that? He was he was twenty fourth. Twenty fourth. And, and, and Verrett was twenty fifth right afterwards. The Chargers. Man, that's crazy. I mean, it's a lot of guys though too that I'm I'm kind of like you know eating crow on too because I I was really hard on Kenny Vaccaro and. Some of these other guys and some of these other drugs. You were high on. You wasn't. No, no, no. I, I was. I was high on McCarty, but he obviously didn't pan out in New Orleans. Okay. Yeah, That's yeah. I, I was high on. And you're talking about jumping up. How about Derwin James got picked four picks right before then? You're playing with house money, John. Like we already got Cordy Glenn with the 12th pick in the draft. In my mind, you're playing with house money. You can't go up four spots. Derwin James is right there, and you knew the Chargers wanted him. Yeah, I, I think I definitely think that Durham was. If there was a player above McGlinchey on the Bengals board, I think it was Derwin James who had a, a reasonable chance of getting there. I think 
I, I, I don't want to like play the speculation game. I think if he had le- if he had passed the Chargers, they might have taken a move up because I think they're really that high on him. But yeah, you would like to see some type of you know progressive action taken by the Bengals. They have eleven picks in this draft. I don't think they're going to keep all eleven. But, you if, know, if you keep eleven, if you keep eleven picks, you got a bad roster. That's how I look exactly, at it. Yeah, exactly. But they had eleven draft picks last year. They didn't keep all eleven. I think they traded up in, in, in like the sixth round last year. So Derwin has the potential to be an elite talent. I don't think that Billy Price has the potential to be an elite center. And I think that the depth of the interior offensive line it just made a lot of sense for that move to happen, but it didn't happen. And you know, here we are. Here we are. All right. Now, moving forward, I'm, I've been telling all my friends, I say, man, I'm going to be as positive as possible. I'm not going to kick him, you know, and, and and just shit on the guy, and he hasn't even played a snap. I hope he gets the full help. How do we rectify this and make people like me feel a little bit better tonight? Who are the guys that you need to see get drafted tonight? Who is high up on your board? I know one. Um, I, I know we're going to talk about Maurice and hearing some some weird things about him uh, apparently the medical is a lot worse than what we than what we once thought it was mm-hmm. and he might not even get drafted at this point what i would be, sh- I would be really shocked if that happened but that that's just kind of like what what, what what the words going around with that it, it might be a shock to see him get drafted tonight but other than that you know if we're gonna you know if we're gonna stick out you know legitimate potential possibilities connor williams mm-hmm. the, the tackle out of texas he can move inside the guard will hernandez the guard out of UTEP. I think those are, are two guys that are very high on the Bengals war right now if they want to go back-to-back offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. Uh, safeties, Justin Reed, the guy out of Stanford, mm-hmm. uh, Ronnie Harrison, safety out of Alabama. Those are both um, two guys who are similar to kind of the guys that the Bengals have looked at in free agency to bring in as their third safety to rotate in and out. Um, and other than that, you know, there's there's Malik Jefferson, the linebacker at Texas. He would be a good um, backup spot to the Bowl spot. I'm thinking. And, I'm thinking third round on him though. Oh yeah. Well, I, I I think and I think the Bengals like him. The Bengals like him. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you know, other than I, I think personally, what we can expect is maybe like an Arden Key or Sam Hubbard. What's What's going on with Hold on. What's going on with Harold Landry though? His take like he is a freak. It's another medical issue. I think. That is same thing with Daniels. That's why they both threw up. Man, what? All right, now this is my last one before I go. What do you feel about the wide receiver, wide receiver, and the running back spot? There are some elite dudes, in my opinion. Uh, Darius Geis, um, Nick Chubb. You got Cortland Sutton, uh, Ronald Jones, Mason Rudolph. Oh, well, Mason Rudolph is the quarterback. I was, this is my next. I'm getting ahead of myself. But uh, but those guys right there. What do you feel about like the Bengals? Even if if you were in the in the war room, would you take a your chance on a running back or a wide receiver right now? I wouldn't take a chance on the running back. I like the three guys that they have in there. Corlin Sutton, in terms of what receiver would match the best with a quarterback like Andy Dalton, I think he makes a lot of sense just because yeah, just because he's not only athletic, he was not only productive, but he's got the size and the and the jump ball catch radius that would really work well with Andy, who's again not the most accurate guy when throwing downfield. But I'll throw another name at you, Mike Isecki, the tight end out of Penn State. He's a tight end, but he's really just like a Jimmy Graham type of tight end. He's basically mm. a big wide receiver. He, he would be good insurance in case Eifert inevitably misses like you know six or eight games this year, and just you know good insurance for the tight end 
uh, depth because they don't have any guys under contract beyond this year. So that's another name I would definitely watch out for and definitely someone that I would target if he's still there at 46. Okay, and the last question before I let you go, I know you got some stuff to do. Um, I'm here with um, my man John Sheeran. That's John underscore underscore Sheeran on Twitter. Follow him now. He just wrote a great article on Cincy Jungle um, about – uh, the Billy Price pick last night. I want to ask you lastly, the quarterback position. Would you address the quarterback position tonight or would you sit? I would personally not take Mason Rudolph with a second round pick. I think he's I think if if they would take him, they would take him there. I don't think he would last all the way to the third round. But a guy that I would consider would be Kyle Laletta, mm-hmm. quarterback out of Richmond somewhere in the with one of the two third round picks. I think he's very similar mm-hmm. to Jimmy Garoppolo and his in not only just size and athleticism, but just um, mm. mechanics and throwing motion. He reminds me a lot of him, and obviously he's going to remind the Bengals a lot of Andy Dalton. The Bengals had interest in Loletta. I think it would be a nice development project as they look for a long-term backup. All right, man. So let's go. Um, uh, We're recording this about five-something. We're going to wrap this up. I want to put this out, and then we're going to see what happens tonight at 7. I'm going to try to check back in with you, check in on any articles. It's John underscore underscore Sharon on Twitter right now. Go follow him now. Check him out and keep up with him because it's going to be pretty live tonight. All right, guy. Wait a minute.